The following program may contain content not suitable for all audiences. Welcome to Metagamers Anonymous. My name is Eric. We're going to be uh, hanging out here live at Tsunamicon uh, 2021 Virtual Con on Sunday evening as we're recording this. And uh, we're doing it over Zoom. So this is a live-ish show, I guess, to be more accurate. And of course, it was a convention-ish. So that's fair. Uh, I had a, a pretty good time this weekend. I ran a ton of games uh, for me, uh, which was like three. But we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk uh, about other gaming experiences everybody had, because I know a couple people that I already see on the screen with me today uh, have played in a few. And so I'm sure we'll have plenty to share. Uh, just want to remind everybody, if you, uh, if you enjoyed the convention, if you have any recommendations and you didn't get to join us this evening to talk about or anything or any experiences you want to share, I'd love to hear about it. Feedback at prismaticsunami.com. Uh, it's feedback at prismaticsunami.com. Drop, drop me a line. And, uh, you know, if you have something worth saying, I'll say it aloud on uh, one of the upcoming shows and we'll, we'll kick it around a little bit. If you're just going to critique my con, you can do that, but I'm not going to talk about it on the air, uh, you know, unless it's all positive, I guess. That's, that's fair. I, I think I could pick and choose. This is, this is my broadcaster hat. It's a little different than my con director hat, although I know unless it looks it's, the same. It looks so, like headphones. <laughs> unless it's a really useful critique that we can actually decide, hey, that's something we could actually implement. Yeah, that's and we might talk about it. That's fair. Absolutely. So uh, that's Richie here, uh, regular from the show. Uh, everybody in front of me already kind of knows everybody, obviously. So it's, if we have some more people show up, we, we may stop to you know give them a chance to introduce themselves if they want to talk at all. Uh, so uh, I've got Joe over here on the other side. I'm here. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do some gaming this weekend, right? So yeah, I did. Was in two games ran by Peter and one ran by Rich. Always oh, that's sorry fun. about that. Yeah, we'll definitely have to talk about that. I got Vanessa. Hello. Always lovely to see you. And uh, I think you were pretty busy this con as well. Yeah, I was in seven games and seven different systems. Well, one more after this, but that'll be the seventh. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Good job. Wow. I feel lazy suddenly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, see, that's that's Ben. You here? I haven't met Ben in person. I don't think. Yes, you have. You actually oh. showed me about your uh, zombie game a couple years ago. I sat down with you one on one. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Uh, I I had a whole two or three people my entire life ask about that game. So that's awesome. <laughs> that's I guess that's not entirely fair to the people that actually paid money for it. But you know, it, it was a it was a rough Kickstarter. Let me tell you, I, I'm kind of a nobody. It was a you fun say little game. It was a, a learning experience. Mm, yeah, there. There you go. Well said. Um, and uh, Ben, did you get to play some games this weekend then? Yes, I did. I got to play in one with uh, where Rich was, and uh, that was with Joe Foster. I got to play another one with another group of people, and then I um had another one before. I think I did about three games this weekend just because my weekend is time to go do stuff, you know, errands. Oh, I, also wow. get lessons to, I also have lessons to give too, but that kid's a couple weeks behind, so I had to give him lessons. I, I see. <laughs> ad, ad, adulting, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Stupid life interfering with gaming. And, uh, and, 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 and Tad's here. Hey. And I hey, know Eric. Tad got through some gaming. Long time Just... listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, uh, uh, I was trying to I was trying to figure out by looking, um, uh, Tad. You're probably of the people here, one of the people that have been coming to the con and our events the longest. I have attended every year from 2014. So every convention, wow, everyone. That's, that's wow. impressive. The fact that you still come back says a whole lot about your terrible <laughs> taste in gaming. But I feel like you you're you're such a kind person. You probably just don't know how to tell us off properly. I like that you. It was. It as- 
it was especially difficult that first year when it's just like, man, Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. I don't know any of these people. I don't know this culture. It's, it's all very scary. And yet, you know, I had a game, uh, you know, I got to play time watch with John and John Mm -hmm. and had some other D and D that, uh, helped me ease me into the community so it makes you feel better i felt the same way (laughs) i had no idea who anybody was or why anybody was there but i was happy about it and 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 yet they all had to talk to you because you were Uh, because i managed all of the hats yeah i I stood i stood in everybody's face put out all the put out all Mm -hmm. the fires right i learned my lesson eventually i realized that i could do that from the other side of the room (laughs) (laughs) my first tsunami con was i think 2018 and my very first game was a game that tad was running oh fake game sweet how do you like that it was we were all like the uh it was fairy tale it was all fairy one of the fairy tales yeah okay so that would be uh that would be kurt kurt runs fairy i I think kurt Kurt runs the twisted fairy tale and And fate i have run i have run uh mask of the red death victorian horror and the support group, which is kind of a modern day okay. uh, orphan blackish conspiracy. Then I am completely misremembering. Sort of I thought you ran that game. Mm. Were you? But in I, it? I am sure that in 2018, I know that you were in House of Keys. Yes, I was in House of Keys. Is that the one and, I played with you, Jesse? Uh, no, I, I was on the other side of the room doing the sequel to. Uh, support group uh, when you were over with Jim at so, House of Keys. So weird. we may have been in something in the afternoon. Okay. But thing. otherwise he knew how to stay away from you. I got it. Right. <laughs> and, and I got Trish over here. Hi. How are you doing? Good. Yeah, I've you- played in a couple games. The um, League of Extraordinary Agents where I was Emma Peel and um, Lady Blackbird Ooh. where I was the goblin uh Snarkle. Who ran a Lady good Snarkle? Who ran Lady Blackbird? Who ran Lady, Lady Blackbird? Uh, that was our friend Kurt. Was it yeah. Kurt? Okay, it was yeah. Kurt. I I thought because I think somebody else ran Lady Blackbird at a previous convention, mm. like last year's or the spring event or something. Uh, yeah, last year. Um, oh, I think she's called Pink Coder on here. She ran a Star Trek uh, reskinning of Lady Blackbird. Oh, Lady that's Blackbird. right. Yes, I played in that one. I've yeah. never gotten to do that Lady Blackbird, which is a, a cool kind of story. Did you enjoy it? Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. We made a very interesting story. I was the Goblin pilot. <laughs> that's, that's that's what you can. That's all you can ask right there. A very interesting story. Yeah. All right. Well, um, let's kind of start at the beginning. Who who got involved in games on Friday? I know that Friday. I ran a couple. Vanessa was going to run a morning game, and um, I think we found out. <laughs> I think we found out that um, gamers don't like eight a.m. <laughs> on Friday. It's okay. It's fine. It happens. It's funny. Uh, our convention when we do a live convention, we've never found a venue, more, much less had the staff to make it something I want to do that badly. But we've always had people that ask if we could do twenty four hour. Gaming. And whenever we do these venues, I'm like, I can't. I don't. I mean, of course, no venues want us to do that anyway. They, are, you know, for security reasons and and you know, liability. <laughs> they they don't want to run staff all night. I mean, I'm not going to pay them a whole hell of a lot extra to do it. So uh, it 
it's uh, it, it's not something I've ever kind of seriously considered. And then we decided to get into doing the online games because what decided is a strong term, I guess. Uh, kind of had to. And uh, I was like, well, I guess I can open up the field a little bit. I mean, what if people do want to play in the middle of the freaking night? Uh, so I decided instead of starting at midday on Friday, which we usually do at the live convention because that gives us Friday morning to set everything up, right. you know. Uh, so, we, you know, you should start midday. I thought, well, we could just start at 8 o'clock in the morning. And then I can run another slot overnight for like 11 p.m. Nobody's ever really done much of anything in either of those slots on Friday morning at 8 a.m. or any time after. In fact, tonight we got a couple of games at 6 o'clock in the Sunday, Sunday 6 p.m. slot. And we don't usually even have that. So, I, you know, it's kind of interesting. I, I, I wonder if it's trying to tell me something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's not worth it. But Vanessa, I appreciate the effort. I really do. That's right. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, you get to run it some other time. Uh, exactly. And I've already got all the prep work done. All I have to do is get people. So effectively, slot one wasn't until Friday afternoon at one o'clock. And so I ran one of the first games of the event. And uh, Tad was in that group. Richard, yeah. were you in that first one? I was actually able to make it to that one. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, that's that's everybody that was here, right? That's here right now. So uh, that game was my my kind of fantasy Stargate kind of takeoff, you yeah. know, and I wasn't sure how blatant that was, but I tried to make it fairly blatant, you know. <laughs> I think you succeeded at that. Yes. C- complete with the picture, a picture of a, a round looking kind of portal with like emblems on the edges and stuff. Uh, it was, uh, it was kind of fun. I, I wanted to run a follow up to it uh, today and I, I just had too many other things getting away today. So I had to pull that game, but I really, uh, I did enjoy the way everybody kind of engaged with the material and uh, there was some really good, really good role playing and the, the characters were fun. Nobody seemed to really struggle with it. The scenario was one of those, I have this habit of starting scenarios out a little cold. Um, I, you know, I, I give it a nice kind of into the moment kind of intro, but then a lot of giving information and letting the PCs kind of do what they want to do. And part of that is there's investigative stuff. This this game wasn't really an investigative game per se, right. but it definitely had a little bit of investigative stuff at the beginning, trying to figure out what exactly had happened and where to look for how to deal with it. Um, and uh, I think I, I felt like it went pretty well. Uh, do you guys have much of a take on it? I'd have to agree. Okay. I I think boy, he hesitated, man. I was like, <laughs> yeah, he hated it. Like <laughs> it has, uh, I think that was clear back on Friday. It was, uh, yeah, it was a long time ago. <laughs> it was the first of six sessions that I've, I've played this weekend. Wow. Um, but as you say, it was, it was less investigative than some other sessions. Uh, so, you know, it was just kind of the first little bit uh, we're always especially in an investigative scenario, we're always kind of feeling around, looking around saying, okay, what are we supposed to do out of character? We kind of know what the flag is, where we're supposed to be going, but the characters don't know this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so um, it's just kind of, we, we pull every thread and we look for every clue until, you know, until things start flowing more naturally for us. Um, I, it was, it was a pretty important session for me as uh, I've never played so much Savage Worlds Mm. as I have this weekend. Wow. And, but in every session I had to deal with powers. So this session helped kick off me getting my head around how Savage Worlds powers work. So, I I do, I would have gotten the impression that you were struggling with that any so uh, I think it was fairly straightforward 
yeah, more straightforward than uh, than oh, some other systems. That so, uh, quite a bit of Savage Worlds now. I still have yet to deal with the power stuff. I really, you've been avoiding it. I just have. <laughs> it's not even that I've been avoiding it; it just hasn't came up. A lot of well, times, I'm playing in Peter's games, and he'll have like maybe one or two characters that have powers. But a lot of times, we're just kind of like secret agents, so we're really we're really good skilled characters, skilled yeah. characters, but we don't have magic. Peter just I, I will us. say, yeah, Swade improved powers uh, in in Savage Worlds a lot. I do like um, some and made them did. more usable. Yeah. I like the way they I like the way they kind of streamlined a lot of the uh, um, basic stats of them and then uh, gave you the really easy way to kind of the, the modifiers built into each power that give you the really easy way to expand on them. You know, it's all very simple, straightforward, easy to understand. And uh, I, I, would, I would say, I mean, I, I wasn't too terribly you know worried about it previously, but I do I do think it's it reads more easily. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Peter. Hello. How you doing, man? Tired. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. I'm, I'm sure you are. Well, did you have, did you have grandkids of, today? Yeah, I had grand. They just left. Uh, my wife went to take them home. So that was, uh, I think, from one to five. Um, right after everything else. It was even more tiring than running a game of Savage Worlds for four hours. <laughs> now, uh, but good. It was a good weekend. Now, um, Peter, you ran a game on on Friday afternoon as well, right? Right. Friday You're running opposite me. Yeah. Yeah. Friday afternoon, Saturday morning, and Sunday morning. And uh, what was the what was the game on Friday? Was that that was your uh, boy? That was a long time. Yeah, ago. Yeah, we just it? had that conversation. Oh, it was. Um, it was the uh, uh, League of Extraordinary Agents. Uh, yeah. Somebody just mentioned that, Trish. Yeah, I did. I was in his game. That's only, right. I was on a different computer that didn't have a webcam, so he only heard my voice. That's trouble, yeah. <laughs> but how, yeah. So um, that was fun. It was uh, secret agents from uh, the 60s. And they, I've run this a few times, and they got to the what they had to do in a much different way. <laughs> than others have so that's always fun it keeps it interesting for me is that the one you were talking about vanessa you like i think i've already done that one yeah i'd already done the scenario so i wanted to make sure other people had a chance to play it yeah Yeah. oh awesome i'm glad Um, they found a different way to do it oh yeah yeah (laughs) it, it, it well part of it is my way of gming which is i have they have to get from here to here and they could go this way or they could when they go off this way i go okay i can deal with that and so i change it a little bit right so right. that they eventually so that eventually it actually just goes like this yeah way. yeah <laughs> curvy lines <laughs> yeah fair um in fact i think i ran all of the games i've here before I believe. Oh, okay so it's interesting to see the difference that's one of the things i really like about uh that i i think i actually i, I think i told uh when peter and i were talking about writing uh games for the for cons and and because he does a lot of that where he'll write a really a scenario he really likes and then find opportunities to run it at other conventions and other events, mm-hmm. different groups. And I used to never do that. I would write a scenario and it's like, once I'd played it, I was kind of done. That was my, that was my experience of that. Which meant of course that every time I wanted to run something, I had to write something new, which can get exhausting. You know, mm-hmm. I have the inspiration and, you know, so, uh, yeah. So I just started doing that here this last year or so, year or two, just kind of like where I run it at a different. Usually, I try to make sure it's a completely different con. So, like two of the two of the uh, games I ran this weekend because I ran two games on Friday, which, by the way, I don't know that I'll ever be that again. Uh, <laughs> Wow. You talk about that. Like, like Peter does this where he'll run a game Friday, run a game Saturday, running a game Sunday. Sometimes at the con, he'll throw another game in there somewhere. I don't think I've ever appreciated that, ex- how exhausting that is. 
because I did this on Friday and I was sitting at a stupid computer. I didn't, I, I didn't have to deal with real people. I didn't have to go anywhere. And I was just Exhausted. slammed yeah. by the end of the night. I just, yeah. and I mean, it doesn't help probably that it was an afternoon game and an evening game because I'm a morning person. So you get into the evenings, I'm already tired anyway. Yeah. You know, I, I'm glad <laughs> we had this conversation too at Gen Con. I, I, I'm the guy that wakes up at 5 a.m. You know, so it's like uh, by nine o'clock in the evening, I'm zonked. It's, and it, I knew that was going to be true, but I thought I'm running a scenario I already know. I I already I saw, I saw who who'd signed up and I was like, these are players I know. This this won't be that hard. Boy, I struggled Friday night, and the whole game struggled Friday night. That was oh god, that was harsh. Uh, that, that one also Richard and Tadron. It, uh, it was I had yeah. fun. I have trouble saying that it was a struggle. I mean, oh. <laughs> like you say, as an invest, like we said on the Friday game, yeah. this is where it really came into play that an investigative game will have a little bit of difficulty getting on the track, except, you know, my character and uh, Richard's character, the investigator, we both had a real take charge attitude with this, where I think that we got moving mm-hmm. uh, quite quickly. And so, you know, there were a couple of pieces of connective tissue that we had to search a little bit more to link up things, but I, I felt that it went real well. I, and I was very glad to be able to play in a Victorian horror or Gothic investigative game. It's kind of the, it's the game that I run because I wish I could get to, to play in it. So Right. No, I guess yeah. I'm playing yeah, it yeah, this yeah. time. Absolutely. I, and I, I'm glad you did. I thought, um, I thought you guys were great. I was really, yeah. Like I said, I it was feeling like I was struggling with me because I was just tired. I was just yes. exhausted. But yeah, I didn't feel like you guys were struggling with the story or anything, and it was no. moving just fine. No, and our characterizations were going well. Yeah. Yeah. No, the role playing. Oh, I like it. <laughs> I, Although, guess. I like it. I like in the last in the last battle though, Tad looks up and says, "Yeah, because because his dice have just been just kicking his ass all night, brutal. You know, for whatever reason, and most of people's dice were, but Tad's particularly. It's like he couldn't roll anything except a one and a two most of the night. Ouch! Mm-hmm. Like, Ooh, just ouch. back, just you know, you couldn't hit a four to save his life, and so and every time, so if it did that on exception, it was like a rare exception, but it was remarkable. But then it went back to you know." Yeah, <laughs> what a bitch. Uh, so <laughs> we're 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 getting into this last battle, and you know, so I've been we we've been we had two fights in the session. Um, I, that's both of these these kind of investigative scenarios, the actual ones, the the Victorian ones I ran Friday night, Saturday night, uh, the in the lonesome October stuff that I do. These characters, they're they're really really are looking into a mystery. So I don't like doing a lot of fights, even in Savage Worlds where fights can move pretty fast. You know, it, it just isn't something I want to bog down the story with because you want to give everybody you want to give it time to breathe because you have to everybody's got to look for information and figure out their own direction and stuff and kind of come up. And you guys did really well. I mean, I put a lot of clues into the game, so it isn't a matter of, of not being able to come up with information. But you, so there's still that that like time invested, you know, in in getting there. Yeah. So the first fight we had um, some, you know, just like with the first fight on the Saturday night. I didn't realize how similar these adventures were when I I'd run them like the same con like this before. Uh, but the uh, you know the, the I didn't realize it. they both had um they both had a fight with some like thugs in the street the attack them in the street uh, right non wild card experts yeah you know not a big deal just yeah. full thugs okay so when this happens in, both. in the sort Friday of. night game. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a little different on Saturday. But when this happens in the Friday night game, you guys, um, they, they attack you in the street, and then there's 10 rounds of nobody being able to roll, roll anything. Not me or them, either one. Nobody oh, no. could roll a damn success. Ah. Say, I mean, just whiff, whiff, whoosh, whiff, whiff for like a, a solid minute. At this point, everybody's got to be looking at their freaking billy clubs and sword canes and trying to figure out what's the problem. What did That's- I do wrong in life? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where you decide you're not fighting, you're dancing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> May as well have been. And then turn finally, on the, uh, turn it, on the music. Yeah. Finally, of course, somebody gets a good role. But the funny one was funny, uh, weird or funny, huh? funny, sad. Um, <laughs> was the the last uh, fight in the scenario, uh, which at least we got to in this one uh, Saturday night. We didn't even get to the last fight. I just had to oh, kind of hand wave the end. But we get into the last fight, and the same thing starts happening. And at some point, I've been so invested in just trying to feel bad because the roles were going so bad, and you know things were. It's, I, I was wasn't sure everybody was having a good time and I was so tired. And Tad looks up and says, I guess I haven't role-played enough to earn a goddamn Benny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the afternoon, Benny's, Benny's, Benny's were, were coming and, and we were in the last fight. Which is my Saturday. Philosophy. It was like, we have not had a single Benny handed out to anyone this session which is my is my savage world's philosophy bennies should flow like river right i mean because it's like there's no harm in giving people re-rolls that's all it is there's another chance it's no that is the first sign eric is tired is when he keeps forgetting to hand out bennies and i just i on the other hand always forget so i tell i'm started to tell the players if you do something if you someone else does something that you think deserves a benny tell me because I would Which, Michael. Oh, the yeah. The nice thing is, if you're sitting at the table and you have that kind of policy going on, because I've been there, yeah. is um, I'll tell people, I say, you think somebody else deserves a Benny? Just grab one from the middle of the table. And oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I really want to argue with you, I will. But yeah, by yeah. and large, yeah. you know, I, I'm pretty sure I could trust everybody. Yeah. But it was Great fun. Yeah. Oh, it was well, fun. Then, I, yeah. Now I know. So the next time we play, I earned 17. <laughs> <laughs> Except Joe, of course. So um, did anybody else get to play anything on Friday? then i know vanessa did some gaming on yeah, friday i, I did a friday she, night monster of the week she played like 19 games this weekend what was the oh i played john um jones uh game friday night um the pathfinder for savage worlds one. Oh yeah. my gosh okay. i played yeah. that Saturday i gotta ask morning. about both of those well what monster of the week uh yes. now that was um was that matt running that yeah matt harris and he's he does uh for everything i understand everything i hear he does amazing games oh yeah so uh what was that like what was the the situation on that because all i know from monster of the week is this kind of a generic sort of you know uh we uh were investigating a haunted house (laughs) Hmm. okay it was was fun so <laughs> it was like, a very interesting scenario. Like very Scooby Doo here or uh, not necessarily. Uh, not it, that congenial. There were ghosts and then there were demons. <laughs> <laughs> because there was a demon possessed ghost that was the big bad that was actually possessing a child ghost. So oh we, wow. <laughs> we got to beat up a child. Oh yes. my. <laughs> it yes. was that's properly demented. I like it. It it was. <laughs> that, that sounds like a thing. So uh, Pathfinder. Yep. You guys got to try the Savage Pathfinder thing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was an introductory pretty much uh, scenario. Right. Um, but uh, I thought it was fun. I think the other players had a good time. One of them was uh, a lot of the players, you know, I'm not from the Wichita area, but a lot of the players in most of my games are that. Uh, except the two ringers I brought in from my monthly game. Um, right. But uh, Gino from New York, a uh, real yeah. good player. Yeah, he um, is. 
Yeah. He's played a lot of games with Gino. He he's an awesome player. Yeah, I, I, I think him. he was in yeah. as many games as you were. Yeah. I asked him at, the, at that game because I said, you know, I looked at who's been my games and I, the one names I didn't recognize, I checked them on Facebook. Oh, yeah, they're, they're friends with you and you, you know, and, but, you know, out of the blue, this guy. So I, I asked him and he said he was looking to play a traveler's, a traveler game that he hadn't been able to, you know, and that's what brought him. I don't know who ran traveler, but someone did. Uh, Greg from Dallas. Yeah. And so, yeah, he signed. I forget. He, I think he might have been playing six games. I don't know. Um, but uh, he was in a lot player. of them because I was in a lot of them with him. <laughs> good, pa- good player. If I had another slot on my month, if I have seven players online every month, and if I had room, I would invite him to play. He's that good. Seven's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they're all such good players. I just had to do it. So it's hard too, because if you, especially if you only get to play like once a month, the tough thing about big groups is that, you know, there's just not as much screen time to go around. So the role playing is a little more challenging yeah. sometimes. The, you know? These, these guys are all experienced uh, players, very creative. And they, it seems to me that every time, every month they all get one moment to shine, find, find a way to get something. Yeah. In there. Yeah. So it's awesome. Yeah. I can't, I can't even say that about my weekly games. Well, nowadays I can, because my weekly game is like four people, right? <laughs> four people at a game session. Actually, it's pretty easy to find time to shine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We even have, we even have one session a week. That's only like two hours long. And I think it, I think everybody pretty much gets to be part of the story. Yeah. Although it's a dungeon crawl. So story is relative. <laughs> I still can't believe I'm running a dungeon crawl. I feel kind of dirty. I can't either. <laughs> it's like, it's like going back to the girl that you did that, that beat you up when you were first, first getting started. <laughs> in life um actually it's a lot more like that than i want to make uh what'd you think rich pathfinder for savage worlds i i actually enjoyed it i'm actually looking at investing in the book um because yeah um the the magics it felt workable um especially uh, savage worlds magic is completely different (laughs) and uh we still it, it still felt Right, I'm still in. I'm still curious about a few things, but um, I like what kind of, I like what kind of character were you playing? Um, I ended up playing. What did I end up playing? I ended up playing. Oh, I played uh, the cleric. He was a cleric, spellcaster. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. um, I I played a dwarf ranger, sort of a strange dwarf who liked the woods better than the mountains or mines or whatever. Our so group that. played almost all casters. Yeah, we we didn't have I any heard fighters. we were like pretty much the opposite. None of <laughs> oh, the classes wow. overlapped from the night before. Huh. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Did he just have like a whole pile of like pregens and yeah, yeah, basically, like a, yeah, pregens. The ones from the ones from the uh, uh, it was from the Kickstarter, I think. Yeah, and uh, I I did back the, the Kickstarter. Yeah. I mean, I, I got the book. I just haven't more than had a chance to more kind of glance yeah. through it. And I've to, actually only hard to get a feel that way. I've only used it for bestiary when I'm like, oh, I wonder what their take on the orc is. Yeah, that'll work in this game. Oh, dude, that's actually a really great idea. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. didn't even thought of that. Yeah, I do, run, have... I do like some savage, uh, savage fantasy. So yeah, 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 that's cool. I work uh, them into my uh, monthly Victorian pseudo horror. I guess there is some. some... They were coming from another dimension, a whole bunch of orcs. Um, nice. They had to deal with. That's uh, awesome. Victorian mm-hmm. orcs are the best kind of orcs. Yeah, well, this world doesn't have orcs, they, so they just saw. I said, "Well, this is what they look like <laughs> coming, <laughs> coming through this uh, hole, hole that the bad guy had just punched through a stone wall." So they, had I, I'm sure they looked more traditionally orcs. So, uh, yeah, 
Yeah. I, uh, one of my favorite uh, images from a Dragon magazine cover years and years ago, there was an, a magazine that introduced the idea of the age of steam. It was trying to show you how to do like a, a steampunk, but fantasy. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have like the magic and the other races and stuff. And it had this cover art that somebody, I can't even remember who drew it now. I used to know off the top of my head that had this, um, this like little pixie with this kind of Victorian looking clothing. And it had this orc in the back. It had an elf up front, like in profile, mm-hmm. with like mm-hmm. all these earrings and stuff and kind of, you know, cool ass armor. And it had this orc in the background. All you could see was that from the top of the top hat up and the shadow <laughs> of it, like over his eyes and the, the, the kind of the, the tusk the teeth, teeth kind of sticking down. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's such a cool picture. And I like yeah. that with airship in the background. Yeah. 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 So I always love the idea. I've never done that. I need to do that sometime. Mm-hmm. So, like, we got close though. I mean, we did some of the, the Zeitgeist campaign that I, mm-hmm. I was, I thought I was running until it sadly didn't. Um, Ryan's actually here in the in the audience. He, he he's the guy that wrote it. Um, it. Had a lot of those kinds of elements on the burgeoning of those kinds of elements. So you can always keep trying, Eric. You can always keep trying. Yeah, I know, I know. One of these days, man, I'm going to start a third campaign in some other world that you write and see if I could find a way to double back to both endings. Uh, just do it. Break much money. We'll make a film version and we'll cast you in it, and uh, then well, Fox can cancel it right before the finale. That's a. <laughs> oh. Uh, thank you, Ryan. You can go back in the box now, sir. You can go back in the box now, sir. And Ryan gets muted. <laughs> Man. All right. Um, yeah. So I've always wanted to do that. Uh, so uh, it, it sounded like you played in it too, Tad, or one of them. Yes. Pathfinder stuff. Yeah. yeah. Did you? I, I don't know if you have. You're not as much a D and D player, but did you have much of an opinion on the way the system rolled out? I. Th- feel like uh, if you wanted to have a, a Savage Worlds that feels like D&D, this is they, it. They nailed it. It, it, failed, it. it was much more tactical than the Friday games. It did feel, I mean, you know, Fantasy Grounds and those sorts of mm. things, I think, contributed to that. And I'm like, oh, I've got like a million little windows here oh, we got to manage yeah. to have my rules books and everything else. But uh, but the magic becomes much more flexible yeah. in Savage Worlds. It, there's like under every power, they'll have a number of modifiers that you can tack on yeah. for extra power points. Oh, nice. And uh, I think my best use of that in the Pathfinder game was like we were in we were in this situation where suddenly we got jumped by a bunch of creatures that cast darkness. Oh. We, we ended up having the hand wave kind of the end of that one, but it's like, okay, I'm going to take my elemental manipulation. I'm going to manipulate air for a push. I'm going to add on for two points. Uh, I think that was uh, a larger volume to, to mm-hmm. make it powerful and also added on uh, hurry or haste, give you plus two pace so what I was essentially doing was, okay, I'm using my power to hurl myself back across this room, back into the hallway where there's still light. <laughs> so nice. it's essentially the jump spell <laughs> from D&D, but it's like I didn't, have to, I didn't have to pre-plan my slot to be jump, which I don't think druids have anyway. I'm just like I'm jumping out of here. So, yeah. so creative application of uh, I, it 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 affords yeah. very open and creative use of, mm-hmm. of magic there. So I like that, I, I and I really like that a lot. 
I really like the way you can, I mean, because even with, um, even with like some of the stuff I ran this weekend, I think that in the Dreamgate game, Tad, you, uh, you were doing stuff that's like, I, it's not written in the book that way, but it sounds so cool the way you're describing right. it. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to bend air to filter yeah. certain kinds of light. Yeah. And then I'm yeah, going to yeah. stick that into the gate to see if my air magic will disrupt the earth magic to get the attention of. And it may or may not have had the result you were looking for, but it was still, there's no, it is incumbent upon me as a game master to go, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. Let's do something with that. Um, I like that. So uh, who got to, who, anything on good on Saturday? Anybody wants to talk about <coughs> Anything yeah. good on oh, Saturday? Come on, man. We all have good stuff on Saturday, man. <laughs> okay, Joe, what'd you do? Well, I played in two games Saturday. The first one was from Peter, and we were in the that was in the 1950s in New Hampshire, and we were trying to chase down some lizard people. Ooh, and that's I always was, good. Oh yeah, it was it was a fun one. I was in that one too. And, and you saved the maybe virgin, the, the <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Well, I think I've, I think I've known a couple of those. That's weird. One one of the one of the uh, uh, player characters is a teacher at the high school. That was me. And they, yeah, and they determined they determined that uh, that somehow, and I forget how it all worked, but that it, it was a virgin sacrifice was needed and. Uh, his character said, well, they this may not work for them. <laughs> they might have picked the wrong girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from what I am here is rumors <laughs> from the students. I'm having flashbacks to Monster Squad, by the way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. Come back. I don't know. How did so you thought it went OK? Did Joe yeah, then? That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a good game. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot you were in there, too. And uh, um, I enjoy playing it because that's where I grew up. I mean, right. in the late 50s, early 60s, when these are set, I'm just a kid. But the people, I created characters from combinations of people. Yeah. Mostly. Um, like you do. And, you know, Laconia or any other little town in 1955 is like an alien world to where we are today. No oh, cell, you know. Never mind, no cell phones and all that stuff. You had party lines where you pick up the phone to make a call, and you have to wait for the person in some other house because they didn't have enough phone lines to cover the city. And when they finished, then you could make your call. Um, wow. Oh yeah, <laughs> was, uh, was yeah, really that was fun on that because we were in the town he grew up, and he mentioned, oh my, you know, when I grew up, I lived right at the end of this street, and. Yeah. So I bring yeah. up Google Maps and go into Street View and we found his house. <laughs> oh yeah. Said, yep, that's the house I grew up in. Oh, is that the one where you rolled down over the the uh stone wall the day before you your first communion and dropped this huge boulder on you your on, your, on your friend. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the map the uh the, the stone gate's still there yeah the stone wall's still there that he broke like everything on yeah of yeah. course yeah. that was an eight o'clock game right that was like that was the eight. Then, yeah on. yeah what holly said my wife said what were you thinking <laughs> <laughs> you ended one game you went to bed at 10 30 you get to yeah right yeah i know she, i should probably plan this better she obviously needs to go to more game cons she doesn't know right. your, your methods here obviously <laughs> man does not slow down uh then, then at yeah. one o'clock i played in rich's game show oh boy game oh that um, was fun yeah. that who, who was that ben was at that then and vanessa were yep. of vanessa yeah was, i've got three players that were in there and it was utterly insane and amazing <laughs> 
Now, this is the game that we were talking about on the show, uh, I don't know, about a month ago, I guess, uh, that Richard run for like Jason and Vanessa and I think Vanessa's husband. Yeah. Just like, just, it was just like kind of the, um, he put together this uh, like simple system that he could riff on for a reality show challenge mm-hmm. and then just pick like completely inane combinations of things to achieve inside this reality show and attribute uh, skills to them, right? Yeah. This was yeah. Uh, this was a show we were on that was a cross between Survivor, a cooking show, and a dating show. Love it. Okay, so... The worst combination of all three. It really was. <laughs> I'm trying to decide. Now, Joe on a cooking show, that's already fun. Yeah. That, yeah. He made garbage food, though. I did. I, I made <laughs> absolute garbage. Really did. It was upsetting. <laughs> I was hey, looking for I, cooking I, tips. I was the only one who read the prompt right. Oh, hey. I, I didn't want to hear it. I misspelled dessert, and he made—he's the only wet player that made a desert. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our, the the prompt was make some sort of dessert, and then it was like random foods, and it was leeks and garlic. But he wrote desert instead of dessert. So instead oh. of making a dish, I I made like a diorama, and the leeks were trees, and the the garlic bulbs were huts and things. Like that. And I made a desert diorama because that's what it said. That was perfect. Don't forget, don't forget your character was Canadian that hated the cold. Yeah, I was a Canadian who hated the cold. Of course, oh, oh I forgot to tell most you of the game. Yeah, I it was naked you. almost the whole time. As the as the winner of the reality show, Joe, your character won a year's supply of Assamtees.shop. <laughs> I've got to go now. Right. <laughs> I found a way a, to get in. I will not be a shill for this business. <laughs> yeah, you will. <clears throat> no, that's great though. But yeah, within uh, what within twenty minutes of the beginning of the game, like a random event occurred where it said someone goes naked. So my character stripped down and was naked for the rest of the game. They wow. they all played it so well. I didn't even have to pull in my NPCs. <laughs> I was just having too much fun with them. Just let them go, don't you? Just <laughs> yeah. Not what an hour like, later, and we had that same that. random event. My character's just like, bring it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it, it was crazy. Uh, so you can see how having played it, you can see how the system, you could pick any combination of reality show style ideas and throw them together into this mix. Build some Because it wasn't instead of like a role play game with like a plot that you're rolling through trying to solve something. It was a it's a it's more of a uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's an improv mm. yeah. style. Yeah, yeah. And it's the whole thing's based off following prompts and doing improv and, and building character and doing something in there. Yes. Anding a lot, which is fun and randomly having elephants run through the middle of your set. <laughs> And natives. Wow. And natives. It, there's a mechanic. When you roll the dice, you're trying to roll high. Every time a one is rolled, I get to start pulling ones out onto the table. And whenever ones get added to the pile, I roll a D6. And if I roll under the number of ones on the table, I get to roll off a random table and make something happen. That's when I get to do my improv. Yeah, it sounds almost like actually, Rich, you might even think about this. You could almost make a GMless game out of it. You could Just build you the could. tables that that do kind of uh, I mean, you have to do a little more work, I'd imagine, to do the kind of the prep and setup to make it so that you didn't have to have somebody. Yeah, you know, except I was filling the, the places of the behind the camera things, the cameraman's reactions to things, the associate producer, yeah, the, you the prop kind of guy. Stuff, yeah. You guys do um, testimonials? Yeah. We yeah. Do. <laughs> That's the mechanic to get extra bennies back. 
Oh, nice. Okay. Or rewrite points. But yeah, yeah. So everybody, and after every session, every single person, every time wants to do their own thing because they want their character to highlight what just happened yeah. in their own perspective. And I love it. Nice. Well, it sounds like that went really well then. I know I know you were kind of nervous about it going in, Rich. I know, which is and so weird. Have been. Because I ran it three times and all three times Vanessa was in it and she keeps <laughs> coming back for more. Which either said that the game was good or Vanessa's really weird. Don't know or, why. Or both. I mean, they're, not both. <laughs> they're not mutually exclusive. Both? Why not both? Yeah. Well, if you don't know what we're going to do with it, but I recorded the whole session. Uh, send that to me. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll post You'll want to listen to it. You might not want to post it, but you'll definitely want to listen yeah. to you, it. You know how like you in put your. <laughs> When you put your explicit warning at the beginning of a show, you'll want to do that. You're going to want to do that three or four times <laughs> every commercial break. <laughs> yeah. I, I have Dude. a feeling I should keep the printouts with me for the next time we don't have anything to do on a get together. I don't know. I'm I do enjoy the game. It's a fun game. I can think of more characters. I oh, will yeah. figure out something. So, uh, who else played something on Saturday? I played something on Saturday. Oh, was that? That was, uh, traveler on saturday oh you got a chance oh. to get to the traveler game yeah we Ooh. uh starting out i was signed up for skies of glass west coast with becky with becky yeah where we were going to be managing a city that sprang up out of uh was established by burning man attendees <laughs> <laughs> but we only had two people and she was kind of like well this is kind of a lot for just two so oh, i gotcha so i i scooted over to uh the traveler game and that was run by greg from dallas and we had gino and mona in there uh each of us running two characters it was essentially um it was largely a tactical scenario we were coming in uh there's some imperial baron guy who has fallen out of favor with the imperial bureaucracy generally and he had some prisoners some political prisoners and we were like under instructions to invade his prison ship get on there find the political prisoners get them out so it was like it was a four-hour tactical exercise of us coming in on two boats hitting opposite sides of this deck Cutting our way in, shutting down the defenders every way we could and making sure that they did not come in and slaughter us while we were waking people up and and getting them. Something classic Traveler does well, though. It did very well. Yes. I was I, I was always intrigued. But I've never been. I never got a chance to play this kind of that that particular game. And I mean, you hear a lot of stories, so it's like, eh. yeah. But I've looked at the rules. Uh, and Mona's running a game this evening. I think the D and D game tonight at six. So I I don't um, I don't think I saw that name on anything else. Uh, I was there anything else on Saturday? Saturday yeah, Sunday? we played. I played in your game. Oh, there was my game. Uh, yeah, I, was yeah. Yeah, I guess but, we didn't. We didn't talk about that much. But I, I did yeah. another uh, Victorian horror game on on Saturday evening, and uh, Richard was the only player I think in common between the two. Am I right? Mm, I think yeah, so. and that was uh, different. It, it went very differently. That's I, I like that scenario a lot. It's a little. It's still investigative, but it's a little more uh, finding the clues to get you to the next point in the story. So it's a little more linear. In in retrospect, 
Um, I think the fact that I ran a game Saturday, played in a game Saturday, uh, Friday, rather Friday afternoon and evening, Saturday morning, took a nap Saturday afternoon, but didn't, wasn't quite, it must've been on my toes when they took the, uh, eye teeth out of the body. It mm-hmm. should have rung some bells. Yeah. <laughs> so I did screw one thing up there again. I was tired, mm-hmm. but, uh, the story, the story I gave you in the paper with that clue was a clue I meant to give you at the beginning. Uh-huh. The the idea that there was a that there was a witness who said there's a guy in a top hat with a limp. Right. So that then there's always that chance, just like with the teeth, there's that chance that later in the sessions, when you meet Dr. Seward, somebody goes, Oh, he's got a limp. And a top hat. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah. just just that little clue. So I like yeah, stuff like yeah. that. That that yeah. if it if it happens to come back to somebody, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of screwed that one up and had to represent it in reverse. But yes. I I did I did enjoy the way you know, you guys kind of were nailing it and moving from point to point to point to point pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, my only regret being that with the just kind of the pacing of things and you know, and there was a lot of role playing, which is never yeah. Really there was there was about. a lot of good role playing too. Yeah. Um, I I don't ever uh, I feel like I I know. Um, how how to how to pace things right in those kinds of games but we got to that four hour mark and i'm like well i mean i don't know that anybody would care if i went on for another you know 30 minutes but it is this is going to be a battle so let's just hand wave this and kind of describe yeah. and it was a vampire thing so you guys were going to wait till sunrise when they'd be weak anyway I'm like yeah we'll just describe what happened I'm kind of go with it yeah but it was fun it was a fun it was. game it was i enjoyed fun. it like, yep and i that's one i've run twice before both of those i'd run twice before with different groups and uh, I guess I did run the two scenarios, the two Lonesome October scenarios, both at Midwest Game Fest the last time I was there live, a uh, year before last. And there was um, th- there was like one person who was common, I think it was Kid, who was common in both games, because uh, that was the first convention, my friend uh, Kid is on the show, so came to that convention the first time he'd ever come to one of our game cons. One come to a game con, you know, he hadn't been to one of mine yet, I don't think, or maybe he had briefly. But uh, he went with us, met us up there, and uh, sat in on both of those games I ran. And so he played one character one night a different character the next night, uh, you know, intentionally, of course. Uh, which which Richard chose to play the same character. I thought was kind of cool. Give that sense of continuity. Yeah, at that point, I didn't. I I was too tired, and I could not take on a new mindset. But it was uh, it, it was fun to see the differences, like you were saying. Fun to see the big differences between people's takes on the characters, since the the story was pretty much intended to go kind of the same. What mattered was seeing how people played the characters and how the relationships bore out and, and what kind of, you know, interactions they had and choices they made. And of course, um, whoever plays Pigeon always has a freaking blast. So uh, good that way. Yeah. Good games, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, obviously, some of you have some games to get to. I want to make sure I get you out of here pretty quick. Um, anything else we definitely want to make sure and mention? I know Sunday Matt ran a game today. I, uh, oh, yeah. I had yeah, one. Yeah, in the Dread game. Okay. Good. Yeah. What are you going to say, Joe? Oh, I was just saying, I had a moment in Peter's game this morning that like the end of the game had to be one of the more c- cinematic awesome visuals so we're down in this yeah. like underground almost amphitheater and up at the front there's this giant golden egg that is cracking open and this spider monster is crawling out of it that was that one down <laughs> on the floor there's the cultists and nazis fighting each other including these giant like almost animated spiders that are in this battle too our whole party is up on a cliff overlooking this whole thing and we're shooting down we're throwing hand grenades down at them they're shooting back at us the whole thing's going on well this spider starts to crawl out so tex one of the other characters takes his uh rope and lashes it around something and i grab his hand grenade grab because he's only he's already done his action right and yeah so (laughs) 
I grab the hand grenade and the rope and I swing out over this egg and I drop the grenade in. And as I'm swinging back, the whole thing just dead goes up. And it was amazing. It, it was, it, it was That's one of awesome. the best. And it was teamwork um, with the two players too. It wasn't just, you know, oh, I, I swing over and I drop it in. Um, now, now, I think I've seen, Peter, I think I've seen you run this scenario at a game day or something. Yeah. And yeah. you had like miniatures and all that. Oh, yeah. It was, did, was I, this all theater of the mind? Yeah. Yeah. Because you did it online? Yeah. I, I was kind of all, curious. All theater of the mind. And, but it was a relatively simple setting. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's an altar, there's these stone carved benches where the cultists are sitting waiting for the God to come forth. The priest on the other side of the altar, you know, doing the reading from the book. And the first thing that happens is these two four foot high statues of spiders come uh, come alive. And when the Nazis come in, they go attack the Nazis. Now the Nazis nice. had a real problem because of you who, I don't know who did it, but they brought, it might've actually, was it, uh, uh, Andreas's idea to, he was very paranoid, but they went in and they took all, they broke into their, their rooms while they were off looking for this place, the Nazis and found their machine guns and took the firing pins out of every machine. Gun. <laughs> so the, so the Nazis come running in with guns that don't work. That don't work. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Man. I thought that we, was a, clever. We yeah. just had our priest give a, a small child a gun and it took care of the whole situation, but that was a whole nother story. That was years ago. Mm. Yeah. That was, that was Ike. That was yeah. Ike. And well, yeah. the Laconia series. Yeah. And I know my friend Mark played in that game and he was like, you don't give a kid a gun. <laughs> Apparently you do. Because he was a dead shot, man. He, he saved the day. And, and so, and, and then Matt's uh, dread game was this morning. And I know he does been yes. doing that every year, last couple of years. Con and you guys have a good time with that. Yeah, it was fun. It was a blast. Yep. I, I got to sit in on one of those sometimes. He's a, it sounds like he has a really good time. He must love doing it because he does it again and again and again. So He does the I 40K one or just dread general? Uh, he does dread generally. This is the first time I've seen him do 40k. Is yeah. that what it was? It was yeah, he did a 40k. 40K. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wild. Like I got to go crazy yeah. and have love with the demon. Of course you did. Okay. Well, well that's gotta play a game. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Well, we've definitely got some uh people that need to get to games, so we're gonna go ahead and close down. But I, I appreciate you guys coming to the con this year and and uh making it what it is. And you know, I I know it wasn't um it was not the same doing it all online, but yeah, because we don't all really just get to hang out like this. Yeah, you just fingers uh, crossed next year. On the plus side, there was more time to eat between things. <laughs> 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 well, I guess you got to look for the silver lining. The, the food was closer, you know. You didn't exactly. Have to order something, you just exactly. Didn't... And probably a little less expensive than eating. I don't know. I stood in <laughs> line for an hour waiting for someone to come serve me, and nobody came. I <laughs> 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 talked to your roommate. So, uh, I, I, thanks everybody for. And if you didn't make it to this year's con, be sure to look out. We're going to have uh, schedules coming up for next year. We're looking at this point. We're looking to do live conventions. Uh, Yay! God willing, that's what's so, to work out. <laughs> Please. Uh, we're looking to do an event tail end of April. And if I could manage that, I mean, we'll do at least an online event. And if I can manage it, we'll do a live event in uh, April with the Tsunami Game Fair. And then, of course, uh, Tsunami Con 2022 in the fall. So we'll keep everybody posted on that. Uh, once again, if you uh, want to share anything with us, feedback at prismatictsunami.com. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. My name is Eric. Everybody have a fantastic week. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.